Hello, everybody, and welcome again to another episode of Beer Quest. Uh, we were three three episodes in, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, been out there trying to put my show out, and yesterday I ran across this young lady who knew a lot about beer, and I kind of told her about my podcast, and she was super excited. So, shout out to Jamie, uh, which is spelled Jaime uh, in Spanish, but uh, hopefully she'll be joining me soon in one of these episodes. Um, Today is a very, uh, I would say, special show. Um, back in the summer, I was biking around, and those who know me, I uh, love to bike around uh, and explore the city because there are so much things going around in the city that we don't know of. There's so much, so many neighborhoods and stuff that uh, things have changed throughout the years and history. There's stuff that you can see uh, that was built up back in the 1900s or whatever. And so I was riding around, and I came, going down Michigan Avenue in Chicago, and I came across uh, Motoro Brewing, and so I was pretty uh, interested about it. And I walked in, and I found out that they had just got here—I uh, don't know, maybe nine months ago or something. In January. In January, and so uh, pretty excited, and came back later on after I was biking, and sat down and have a conversation with the bartender. And we just chatted about stuff and about beer. And that's the moment where uh, Beer Quest, the idea, was born. So pretty stoked about doing a podcast here where the idea was born. Um, I kind of had that set up pretty cool in my head, the intro. <laughs> and now, now it didn't really come out as, as cool as I thought it would come out. But I'm here at Motor Road, uh, 2337 South Michigan Avenue, Motor Road Brewing. Uh, really cool place. I'm joined today by Tracy, who is the lady who runs this place. Is that, is oh. that? <laughs> Tracy, uh, and I'm joined by a friend, uh, Alex Frederick, who's uh, you're like a home brewer or something like that? Amateur home brewer, amateur uh, hop grower, longtime listener, first time podcaster. There you go. <laughs> and uh, once again, my good friend and comedio, uh, fellow comedian Mickey Housley is in the house again. Hey, um... Several time podcaster, uh, <laughs> <laughs> friend of Ramon, first of time Ramon. in Motoro, having a good time. Yes. So, uh, Tracy, I guess this is the question that's going to get old, or I don't know if it's going to get old or what, but how did it all begin? Oh, wow. That's a pretty broad question. Sorry, I'll speak up a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, this building and the one next door was purchased by two investors back in 2007, and they had no idea what they were going to do with it. It just so happened one of those said investor, investors, uh, Bob Lassandrello, his son, happened to be a professional brewer. So uh, Frank, our brewmaster, he uh, was working at Goose Island for a while. He was at Lakefront up in Milwaukee for a while. And his dad approached him and was like, hey, you ready to have your own brewery? And he was like, heck yes, let's do this. Wow. So after several years of redoing this beautiful building we are here so pretty excited about it nice and and so basically this the name of motor row brewing is basically going off the fact that back in the early 1900s this used to be uh like the epicenter of automobiles automobiles right yeah manufacturers showrooms so <clears throat> most of these buildings around here would have been showrooms or manufacturers <laughs> sorry <That's okay. laughs> First timer. Um, <laughs> okay. 
Anyhow, so a lot of the buildings along here too would have been connected together because one side would have been manufacturer and then they would drive it through the building into the showroom, which is kind of a cool thing. So oh, yeah. all the way up until like the 70s, I think this was the major hub for that. Right. Yeah, I, I was like doing a little research on that and then I, there was like, uh, like 116 different models of cars or, or brands of cars that were uh, being sold here. Yeah, it's a true story. That's like, wow, that's crazy. So funny thing is that down here was the auto part and a few blocks up was the vice district, <laughs> which <laughs> was all the uh, brothels and, and, and gambling houses. So get a car and go celebrate. Yeah, get a car, <laughs> get a car. You don't have to go far to uh, do some celebration. Or celebrate <laughs> and then go get your, uh, your getaway car. Then. Yeah, there you go. right. That's your getaway car. <laughs> right. Hop right on the highway right here. You're out of here. So. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so, so he made his own brewery, which is pretty cool. I mean, I think if someone said, are you ready to have your own brewery? I'd be like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know what to do, but <laughs> I guess that's a, pretty, that's a pretty cool thing. I'm sure they have a YouTube video for that or something. I'm sure they do, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. That's a YouTube video for everything. That's how I got this podcast. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, so, yeah, so, so anything more to the story? <laughs> I mean, as far as that's concerned, I mean, it's just... That's how it started, and we're barely a year old yet, and we're just trying to make it every day, make great beer, um, get lots of people down here, we hope, to the tap room and hang out with us, because you're missing out if you're not down here. Yeah, so. this is a really cool place. I mean, and you guys just opened up a second story, which is basically uh, kind of more of a... This is our main tap room on the second floor. So we've been operating out of the first floor since January, waiting to get our permits from the city. <coughs> Then at the beginning of October, we were able to open the second floor, so it can, it can accommodate a lot more people. It's yeah. a cozier atmosphere, so yeah. So we've been doing a lot of fun things up here, like ping pong on Sundays and nice. stuff like that. Is that starting now, or is that today? Uh, not today, unfortunately, because <laughs> hanging out with you fine folks today. <laughs> Love so. ping pong. <laughs> I know. I, I came. I, I actually brought my paddle in the car. Oh, you did? No. <laughs> I mean, we can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I love. I, I grew up. Well, I grew up in Puerto Rico, and I went to college in Puerto Rico. And uh, on my time off, that's what I did, because we had like a pool hall and a ping pong table. And ping pong was, I was pretty, I guess I was pretty good at it. I was pretty good at pool, but I was pretty good at ping pong as well. And after college, I never played again. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you're around, we'll have it set up, so. Yeah, now yeah. that I know, that's, that's pretty cool. Actually, when I first moved to Chicago, moved back to Chicago, um, there was some type of exhibition going on by the... Field Museum, and they had a bunch of ping pong tables out, and you can just play. You would give your ID, and they give you a ball and some pedals, and you can just play as long as you want. But that's pretty cool. What, yeah, I thought that was pretty. What time do y'all set the table up? Because I would love to come back. <laughs> well, we open at noon on Sundays, so typically we have it set up right then. Okay, cool, cool, so. cool. So it's one table. We just have one table. I move out all those tables over there okay. and set up the table. So. Oh, cool, cool. Yep, that I'll definitely be back if you come back, Mickey. Yeah, right? I'll be back. I gotta beat you one time. Gotta someone to play. Come on, <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on come <laughs> play. So ping, ping pong quest. Ping, yeah, there you go. New <laughs> podcast, ping pong quest. Here we go, city to city. Finding the best ping pong. Yeah, table. finding the best <laughs> ping pong <laughs> table. What's unique about your ping pong table? Right. What's unique about your ping? <laughs> so I noticed that you guys uh, basically have a slogan, uh, which is craft beer from the city that works. Yes. Where did that come from? Um, that was around before I started, but it stems from basically 
we want to make beer that's drinkable, mm-hmm. like every person's beer, or as I would say, every man's beer. So basically sessionable, drinkable, quality, clean. You know, if you go into a bar and find one of our beers, we want you to sit and have three or four of them rather than just one. Right. So that's what that stems behind. So it's for everyone. Okay. And most of your beers are, are uh, traditional European ales and lagers, not like, you know, people Indian ales and stuff like that. Uh, people are making these weird beers. I mean, which is <laughs> good. I mean, you know, but you guys stick to a certain style of beer? Yes, our brewmaster is very passionate about German style lagers, particularly. So that's basically what we're going to stick with. You probably won't ever see like a out of control, crazy, aggressive IPA or anything here. So right. most everything is going to be very straightforward, very clean. So okay. Yeah, I was here uh, a while ago and you, you guys have something called was there something about the dumpster? I can't remember. Oh, dumpster diver. Yeah, so dumpster <laughs> diver. That was pretty yeah. good. Uh, yeah, that was actually a double IPA. The story behind that is that um, our brewmaster had an unfortunate accident with the dumpster in the back, and um, it fell on his ankle. So, therefore, the day we were packaging said beer, and we didn't have a name for it, so that's where that name the came dumpster from. Dumpster diver. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we're we're at Motor Brewing today, and. Uh, Tracy was so cool to like help us out with the podcast, and she's actually bartending as well. So <laughs> if you don't hear from Tracy and, and you're like, where did she go? Or she's not talking, she uh, probably got up to serve somebody, which is pretty cool. Um, so you guys, uh, you're an a, a amateur home brewer, Alex, and how did you get into it? A struggling home brewer. Struggling home brewer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so used to work at a beer company, and... Uh, Basically, it's inspired me to uh, try and see if I can make my own brew. Um, so I started ordering a, uh, a kit online and then mastered that by making my first not very good beer and figured I could try and uh, customize and make my own uh, without a kit using my own ingredients. So uh, grains, hops, and uh, figuring it out all myself. So been trying. I think I've made one good batch out of the last 10. But, uh, I think uh, one time I tasted some of yours. Didn't you bring like some to work, and we like had a little tasting? Yeah, we had a little taste off, and I think I lost. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so it was a taste off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what styles are you like more uh, guided to? Like, like here they're more European style. Uh, what styles are you like? So, unless you have some kind of uh, advanced equipment, it's tough to make lagers from home. So right. I make mostly uh, mostly ales or all ales. So I like uh, stouts or pale ales are pretty easy to make. Okay. So I've become uh, more interested in making an okay tasting beer than a than a creative beer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I found that out that that uh, lagers are really kind of hard to make because it has to be everything has to be precise. You need a refrigeration unit. Uh, that's the biggest thing, and you have to be uh, very specific with your temperature control. Yeah. So. Is the uh, the ingredients and equipment is it expensive? So you can get a, a basic kit. You can you can make a basic batch of beer for probably under seventy dollars. Really? Uh, but if you want to do anything special or make large a, a larger batch, so if you want to make a lager, you're gonna have to get a refrigerator and then a temperature control unit and uh, all these all this advanced equipment. Sorry, uh, all this advanced equipment to uh, 
kind of monitor the temperature and fermentation kind of uh, development. And so that starts to get more expensive. So the better you want your beer to taste, the more precise and more money you have to put into uh, calibrating or, or, or uh, getting equipment to calibrate your, your brew. Okay. I don't mind having so a cheap hooch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, one time I made some, uh, I guess they call it college wine. And I mean, this has nothing to do with beer, but it was college wine. So I basically took the Welch's frozen, you know, condensed uh, grape juice and uh, poured it into a gallon, you know, water gallon. And then you pour uh, the yeast and then fill it with water and sugar. And then so you put a balloon on the top with holes in it. And then so the gaskets can escape. And basically it sits there for like two weeks. And once the balloon deflates, the, the wine is good to go. <laughs> really? How was it? It was the most horrible thing I've ever had <laughs> in my life. And I mean, I, I just took a sip out of it, you know, just to see. And then, I, so I had this brilliant idea is like, I had an old wine bottle. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just bottle it and quirk it and then just save it. And then maybe over time it'll get better. And uh, it didn't. And I used to have this neighbor who would come over. She was an older lady. And she's like, uh, you got anything to drink? And I said, well, I got this wine Try that I this. made. And she swore it was like the best wine she's ever had. But I... I mean, I seriously doubt that, but... <laughs> yeah, you can do the same thing with cider. So I've been wanting to try that. You just buy a bunch of apple juice and add some sugar and yeast. Oh, yeah? And so that's if you like cider, yeah, it's pretty easy. Oh, wow. And I'm not much of a cider fan. You so. guys are awesome, man. I made Kool-Aid once. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you buy your own powder, uh, <laughs> fill the jug with water, and, uh, uh, you know, you got your Kool-Aid. Keep waiting. The purple stuff. <laughs> right. So we're waiting for Tracy to get back, and then we'll... Uh, go back to some more questions about the beer so take your time tracy she's doing it she's flying this plane she's doing a good job so <laughs> so in the meantime uh so you guys know that that this was like you know we're talking about the district area this being like cars and stuff they had cars that i don't even think that exist anymore um locomobile you guys ever heard that brand local or loco no like look L L O C O mobile, not like a crazy car, <laughs> not like a Mexican crazy car. <laughs> I don't think I'd buy one of those. Yeah, so like Hudson, uh, Buick, obviously is still around. Cadillac, Ford, uh, Marmon is—I don't even know that still exists. But uh, which was cool about this area is that all the buildings were made, you know, and the, the signs of, of the of the companies were engraved, engraved in like stone in front of the building. So even though they've turned a lot of them into uh, condos and stuff like that, it still has the names. Like I know there's the Marmon dealers is somewhere around here, so you can still see it, um, which is pretty cool because nowadays there's just signs. And if things change, you would never know that that was there. You know, I used to work at a bar on 14th of Michigan and it's gone, you know, and there's a new high rise there and you would you would never known that that building ever existed. Right. So yeah. I think it's pretty cool when people take uh, old architecture and then just turn it into modern things, but they leave that whole, you know, historical thing. And I think actually this is a historical uh, area, old right? District. Like, yeah. So you, yeah. so basically you can't change anything. So which is pretty cool, you know. Right. That's why that same. Uh, no. <laughs> Five cent hooker is still walking around because you know, anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think that's pretty cool that you know. So uh, is the brothel still down the street or the brothel? It's yeah. actually still no, you know what? W w I, the other episode I was on, uh, I was talking about 
how when yeah, I uh, really? wow when I first uh, moved to Chicago or when I used to come here on vacation in the summertime, there were uh, peep bars on State mm -hmm. Street. So and that was back in I don't know the nineties. What kind of bar? Uh, peep bars, you know, like where you put the quarter in and then the thing oh. raises up and and nudie bars and stuff like that. So. Uh, but they you know, knocked it down, and now it's uh, Buddy Guy Legends. <laughs> <laughs> Peak bar to blues bar. Yeah, so um, I don't know. That's cool. Like, I like the fact that there's there's uh, the breweries are showing up, and and in areas where uh, a lot of history is is you know been here. So right. Um, and actually, uh, I was talking to Alex before the show. Uh, this is an area where Chess Re Records was at, and th these are the people who uh, basically represented or, I guess, recorded for Muddy Waters and the Rolling Stones and other acts. So that's a pretty cool thing, um, if you're into that. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah, a lot of history. I just, I'm, I'm not too familiar with the uh, actual musicians that were around here, but I know some of the, some of the greats in the 30s and 40s, I believe. Yeah. So actually, Guns N' Roses... Uh, but not around here, though. It was somewhere else. I think it was like Wicker Park or something. They used to like rehearse when before they were like uh, famous. And I think they actually rehearsed at the Metro uh, for the Use Your Illusion uh, album or something like that. But so who's not. the greatest musician in Chicago? Is that R. Kelly or? No. <laughs> uh, I would say Buddy Guy, right? At Living. Would probably be like the staple of. of Blues music because Chicago is is recognized by blues, you know. So I think Buddy Guy is probably like house music too, right? Yeah, and house music, but that's not like no. I mean, that's real music, but it's not like you know. Gotcha. Nobody's making their name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I guess they, uh, there's some names, but it, like, it's not like you know, like this is Muddy Waters and all those guys. It was back in, you know, uh, years ago or whatever. So, Sarah, uh, Tracy's back. Yeah, for a quick second. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to get this show going uh, in the meanwhile. She helps people out at the bars as well. Um, so you guys are, are no gimmicks, no crazy names, and I think it's bare bones, basically to the point, you know, we make this type of beer, hope you like it. Or are you going to like it because it, it's good beer? You know, you don't have to... You better like it or make you. Right, we'll make you. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll waterboard you with the beer until you start liking it. <laughs> Strap you Not down. that intense. Right. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it's cool because you don't have to like masquerade it with a bunch of crazy names that would draw attention. And you guys have. Well, we've had some crazy names, that's for sure. But nothing too out there. Nothing too out there. So you guys has like names like Reclamation Lager. What's the story behind that? Is there anything... Well, uh, that was a name that Frank came up with originally. I'm sorry, but I don't know the full story behind that one. But he had Reclamation and then Out of the Loop prior to this place being opened. Um, I do know the story behind the new Phoenix for sure. Which is? Uh, this building, actually, that we're sitting in right now would have been Phoenix uh, Automotive. Oh, wow. So I think uh, we found a newspaper clipping with the address and advertisement for Phoenix dating back to 1917. Wow. So it would have been a place where you would have took your Model T in and had it converted into a pickup truck. Nice. Cool. So there's the name for Arswickle Beer is New Phoenix. So I'm pretty sure all those people from uh, 
Where is it? Kentucky came up here. <laughs> Too soon? Anyway. <laughs> All right. So so everything else is, is pretty much self-explanatory, like Wet Hop Wonder, basically. Wet Hop Wonder was something I came up with because I was thinking about like a one-hit wonder type of situation, mm. you know, with the ties to the neighborhood with music as right. well as the automotive industry. Um, so the Wet Hop Wonder was just sort of pure fact that we went up to Hophead Farms in Hickory Corners in Michigan, picked the hops, and then drove back immediately and made this beer. Wow. So that was a busy day for all of them, for sure. So, damn, that's, that's like a, um, like everything in one day? Pretty much so, yeah. They picked wow. it, like, Friday morning and then, or Friday or Saturday morning, and then drove right back and made the beer, so. Wow, that's pretty cool. Have you ever done that, Alex? I tried growing my own hops this uh, this summer, but I didn't actually use it in any beer. It just just looked pretty. Oh, what do you do with the hops after you grow them? Uh, I just let them die. But <laughs> oh, really? So, <laughs> so you like like put them in a pack and like freeze them or something like that? Or? So that's what you're supposed to do. So uh, uh, she was talking about wet wet hopping. So that's yeah. basically taking a fresh hop off the vine and turning it in, or using it as your hops versus most beer you have out there. Probably 99% of the beer you have out there is kind of hops that have been compressed into into pellets mm. um, so it's whole different different flavor so really really cool but the wet hop or the uh, fresh hops only lasts for about a, a week or two I believe so you really like like she said you got to uh, pick it and then turn it into beer as soon as you can okay um, so, so 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 when you when you uh, basically is the same process uh, that you're doing the brewing um, when you when you use the wet hops is the flavor different from dry hops? Yeah, totally different. A lot uh, kind of juicier, for, for lack of a better word, uh, but definitely a unique flavor that um, pretty unusual. And then once you turn it into, once you use it to create a beer, it only lasts for about, uh, the flavor only lasts for about a month and then kind of fades away. It becomes mm. kind of a, and the, the hop flavor kind of goes away. Right. And then uh, really you can only find this, this type of beer uh, usually September through October, maybe November, uh, because that's kind of hop har harvest season, and then you've got the week or two weeks to uh, to harvest it and turn and use it in your beer. Okay. So you can usually get a look for it right around fall, and it's re yeah, really good, but really like a seasonal kind of uh, flavor. Okay. So uh, do you take some of the hops and like use them as potpourri in your house? <laughs> I should. Uh, Use them to keep away keep away uh, bugs. Oh bugs, yeah, yeah, bugs don't like them. It's antimicrobial and kind of has a an interesting smell that bugs don't like. So you can scatter oh. them around. It's like a like a moth mothball. Oh okay. Well, I think hops smell pretty good, so that's why I like. Uh, I don't know. I, I one time they had at work they had this little display. I don't know if you were still there when they were like uh, displaying how they make their beer and they they put in each little kitchen area they put. Uh, like the, the beer, uh, the hops, and the pellets and stuff like that. And I thought it was like a giveaway, <laughs> and I grabbed it because I was like, oh, this smells really good. Mm -hmm. Let me put this, in, put this on my desk, and then I found out it was supposed to be a display, so I had to put it back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think after the display, they after the thing was over, they were giving them away anyway. But You could have taken it home and made your own beer. I know, right? I could have took those pellets and uh, made my own. Could have made one glass of beer. One glass of beer. <laughs> one, one dry hop uh, glass of beer. So since uh, Tracy is, is 
is uh, I'm right here. short of time. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go right into the tasting because I think we've learned pretty much a lot about Motorola, you know, and the things. That, but you guys do activities as well, right? Like uh, food trucks sometimes come through here? Yep, we have food trucks every once in a while that come down here. Um, like I said, ping pong on Sundays. Uh, starting soon, I'm hoping for the day before Thanksgiving, we're going to do our first open mic night here. So. Oh, nice. Open mic, like comedy open mic? Comedy, music, whatever you want. Oh, wow. Awesome. So if you want to come down and make us laugh. Yeah. I, oh, definitely. <laughs> I hear you like to tell jokes, right? I try. Uh, <laughs> not too much laughing going around. <laughs> no. I do. Um, Is it more of crying? Yeah. More yeah. of boo and get off the streets. <laughs> but cabbages. Yeah. Cabbages and vegetables <laughs> coming my way. It's poetry. It's, yeah. <laughs> Actually, my PA is a poetry uh, poet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. Come on down, more the merrier. Yeah, come down and let's snap some fingers. And uh, you guys did an activity yesterday. Uh, I guess by the time this comes out, it won't be yesterday, but you guys did an activity yesterday with Mambique and... and uh, Barley's Angels. Barley's yeah, they Angel. were doing kind of like a pub crawl yesterday, so they came by here for one of their destinations. So pretty busy day around here for sure. Yeah, I can imagine. Those things are pretty cool, those uh, uh, brewery crawls or something like that. You know, That gives you like a perspective on... I guess something that you probably wouldn't do on your own, <laughs> you know, somebody can drive you around and you can just go to different breweries and try out stuff. Yeah, we actually, the Chicago Brew Bus stops down here every Saturday too. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, cool. What's that for people who don't know? Uh, Chicago Brew Bus, it's uh, basically like a tour company. You can sign up with them, get tickets, you usually go, it's like 20 people that are usually on the bus and uh, go to like three or four different breweries. So, it's a pretty... I was wanting to do one of those pedal pubs. Do they have a, do they have those in Chicago? I don't think yeah. we have those yet. Do we? Yeah, I've seen them in Wicker Park. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, when people get on them and just pedal to different bars and stuff like that. Looks it looks like a uh, looks like a trolley, but people sit around a bar, and then the guy in the middle drives it by the people pedal. It's like a mutant bike, and there's like a bartender in the middle yeah. giving out beer. Yeah, I've seen those in Wicker Park. Um, that doesn't sound dangerous at all. Right. <laughs> a bunch of drunk people pedaling a trolley <laughs> down the street. Um, so let's, let's, let's go to for the tasting. Uh, I see Alex started already. <laughs> <laughs> what, what actually did you try first, Alex? What is that? Uh, it's a lager. Uh, it's a brown lager. I'm not, I'm not sure. Tracy, can you? So Tracy. Did you start with? I went. I'm going that way. Okay, so we start. Okay, so the it first rec the it rec goes, yeah it goes in the order of the menu. So the first one would have been the reclamation. Reclamation, yeah, it's delicious. So, so the reclamation, can you can you describe it a bit? Uh, yeah, it's a Munich style Helles Lager, um, very clean, crisp, refreshing, easy drinking type of thing that you know, warm day outside, sitting on a patio. It's definitely a patio pounder for sure. So you guys make lagers. Uh, so basically, we were talking earlier about how difficult it is to get lagers and how to make it. And, and, and a lot of other breweries I went to were basically saying that it takes up a lot of space because it takes more, more time to brew or to, to make than a regular ale that would take two weeks in lagers. We don't really have that problem, though. I mean, we have six 20-barrel fermenters and two 10-barrel fermenters, so we have plenty of space to okay, so you make can, things happen. You, know? you can tie up some fermenters and then still Absolutely. have some left over for... Other uh, other styles. Yeah, our brewers are pretty talented. There's only two of them, so. What's the story <laughs> behind their, their? How did they start brewing? How did they? You know, I believe Frank's story is he started brewing in college and then um, took off from there. And then um, Amanda, our other brewer, um, 
I think she started out home brewing and she was working at Brew and Grow when Frank met her. Okay. And then she went up to Pleasant House up in uh, Three Oaks where Journeyman is located and mm. she was their pub brewer. And then after that, she came to us. So oh, cool. Yeah. She's so I guess, uh, is, what's the next one? The next one on the list would be the Out of the Loop IPL. So an India Pale Lager versus an Ale. So okay. just hopped up Pilsner. So it's a, it's a Pilsner? Hopped up Pilsner, yeah. Not so aggressive like an IPA traditionally would be. Right. But you still get that nice hop I can take finish. the hops uh, that... that that's real good. The hoppiness that would contribute to being an IPA, um, but it's an imperial lager. Yeah, but it definitely will satisfy an IPA drinker's palate yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I can. Why don't we see more hopped up pilsners? I don't know. I'm not it's quite a good sure. Combo. Yeah, well, we make one. We do a good job at it. So maybe everybody will just start drinking ours. Yeah, it'll be the only place in the city you can get <laughs> maybe lines across. The uh, there's a couple more out there in the city for sure. So. You'll yeah. see it popping up more. That's pretty cool. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I. Um, That's definitely my go-to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I, I, I like IPAs. I guess, I don't know. And and that's I can drink that. That's pretty good. <laughs> so I mean, not that I discriminate against other beers, but it's kind of like my go-to thing. So the second one, uh, oh, the third one, right? We're on the third one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Number three. Uh, maybe right. <laughs> maybe you're cut off. <laughs> going around quickly. <laughs> right. Um, so right. number three would be? Number three would be the new Phoenix that we talked about earlier. So it is his Wickle beer. So an unfiltered lager with a hint of rye to the finish. With a hint of rye? Uh-huh. Mm. What does that do to it? It adds that little spice to the finish. Can you taste the spice, Alex? Little hint of spice, just a little bit of spice. Right at the yeah. end of the back mm-hmm. tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely like a good beer to have with pizza or barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mickey, you want to try it? Sure. It's pretty good. It's like a a lager version of a wheat beer. Uh, I guess, for lack of better words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hint of spice. <laughs> Hint of spice and out of the loop, it's called. No, wait, that That's was the new Phoenix. New Phoenix. Yeah, uh, this and that was because of the the building we were in. Correct. Out of the loop was because you. I think you explained that already, but out of the loop is because we're not quite in the loop here. Okay. So how do you choose if you're going to filter it or not filter it, or what does that do to the beer? It the changes the consistency, the mouthfeel, and then also the appearance of it. So this particular style is wickle is meant to be unfiltered. Okay. And you said this one's good with pizza, right? Yeah, in my humble opinion, <laughs> yes. Because I'm, ch- I'm trying to get one for each food. I got one for barbecue pizza. <laughs> I need one for sushi. And, uh, okay. <laughs> I think the lager would go well with sushi, right? Yeah, sure would. Okay. Yeah. Hey, pardon me for a second, all right? Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll hold it off on the tasting until she comes back. So in the meanwhile, what do you guys think so far? Pretty good stuff. I'm enjoying them. I'm enjoying. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it is basically uh, no gimmicks, no crazy names, um, bare bones, you know, right to the point, uh, which is pretty cool, you know. Um, but everybody has their own styles, you know. Everybody has their gimmicks and stuff like that. So 
but I like it. It's good. Well, there's mm-hmm. so many ales out there, especially IPAs, so it's kind of nice to see kind of uh, the kind of relatively unexplored region of, of lagers kind of. Right. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of cool that you come here and, and then there's no IPAs on the menu. There's no, you know, which is pretty, you know, because everybody every every time you go to a bar, you're like, hey, do you have an IPA or you know, because it's kind of like the go-to beer, I guess. But yeah, they're, and they're good. You know, they're really well made. To the fact that you wouldn't even miss that IPA, no, or that stout or porter or whatever you you. You usually probably have, but uh, so far you're. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, so good. So far, so good. And this is the new Phoenix Lager, right? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so uh, uh, you guys are gonna come over here for the open mic, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> creating, creating chat, yeah. creating a conversation until can Tracy I, comes back. Can I podcast during the open mic? I'm pretty sure you would be able to. Yeah, you're enjoying <laughs> it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll bring the podcast. Maybe we do it, run a, a podcast open mic and sit here and, and ridicule everybody. While they're <laughs> 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 and they like heckle everybody on the on the podcast. Um, all right, so Tracy's back. Uh, hello again. Hello again. The next one uh, is aptly named, I think. What's What's the name of the next one? Dry, Dry humor. Dry humor. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> It sounds like an Englishman. Yeah. So why is it dry humor? Why is it named dry humor? Yeah. Well, it's a Belgian blonde. Uh, it's kind of surprising. You know, you would expect it to be sweeter, but it's not. It's on the drier side, and then you get that nice tart finish to it. It, it is. Tart. It reminds me of a of a cider type of. There's like the mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not like an apple cider, but there's like a ta- like a. Why? Because the fizziness of it, or there's a tangy taste to it mm-hmm, in the finish. Yeah, yeah, that's from uh, the Brettanomyces, the yeast strand that's put in it. Okay, that's what's giving it that tart flavor. Yeah, it's it's a, it's good. It's kind of like a, a. I can't think of the word, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> tart, <laughs> tart. Sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a sour. Little fruity. Sour like a like a sour fruit like you know if you leave fruit in a outside for a while and then it gets a little sour. So Tracy, do you dabble with the brewing at all a little bit or? I don't actually. Here I keep myself pretty busy around these parts. <laughs> Hopefully one of these days for sure. Oh yeah. It definitely interests me. So. Yeah. Do you make sour beers too, or is is the bread as far far as you go, or do you? Uh, That's as far as we go with okay. it. Yeah. With the. Uh, for the dry humor. Dry humor. Uh huh. So the dry humor, there's no funny story behind it. I don't have a funny story for you. I'm oh. sorry. Mm. Pretty dry. Pretty dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's, uh, now here's a stupid question. Is blonde with an E on the end of it? Mm-hmm. Like if it's a blonde girl? It's like a French blonde. But if you say like there's a blonde girl walking, is an E behind the blonde? In English, there's no E. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm not. I thought it was crazy. Like I was like, wait a minute, is there E behind the blonde? <laughs> but I don't remember saying. I'm like I'm rem- remembering. You know, back in school, it was like, how many other mistakes have I made? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, moving along. Uh, that was a blonde <laughs> moment. Um, so the next beer we have, what do you have, Tracy? I believe we are. I believe we're moving on to the golden ticket. Golden ticket is that 
like Willy Wonka? Yep. It totally is for sure. Um, it was originally going to be called uh, Golden Girl. And then it quickly changed to Golden Ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Girl. That would be like, I don't know. I'm yeah, let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the fun thing about the Golden Ticket is that uh, the first week that we had it on, we did golden tickets so if you oh. ordered the beer you got a golden ticket and it had anything on there from like a t-shirt we clear your tab or there was one that somebody thought would be funny that said uh tracy will write and perform a song about you oh wow luckily the person that got that one has not redeemed it yet nice so. do you are you musically inclined not really oh. i really like music for really? sure but do you have any more of the clear tabbing tickets all <laughs> 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 no, right clear tap. Um, one of my ideas for the show was basically uh, and I got it from the Foo Fighters when they did that uh, thing where they go to different cities and uh, oh yeah basically write a song about the city about the culture and stuff was to basically um, once we done with the brewery I would like do a live song you know about the experience that we just had but I'm not that clever. <laughs> and I, I was like, ah, that's been done. So Wait, you know. didn't write a song about us today? No, I didn't. I was thinking about it though. I'm very disappointed now. I can probably <laughs> I can probably freestyle Mickey can freestyle a song for us. So maybe at the end of the show we'll get our PA assistant. She's a beatboxer and Mickey will probably freestyle uh the murder row. Motor motor row. It's getting it wrong already. It's the no, that's funny because We've been called several different things, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just really funny. Like when we first started getting packages delivered here, like we had one that said "Murder Row" on it, actually. <laughs> and then my favorite one probably is "Motorboat." Motorboat, <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, uh, so "Motor Row" was the—I don't know if, if, if this is something you discussed, but it was the second name for this place. Correct. First name was Broad Shoulders. Broad Shoulders. Yeah, because the city of Broad Shoulders. <laughs> right. But then, you know, with the neighborhood being very up and coming and stuff like that, and it being showcased by the mayor's office and the aldermen as being Motor Road to make it a major entertainment district right. and stuff, it just made sense to yeah. be Motor Road Brewing for sure. Right. You guys didn't want to be the oddball. Like, everybody else, <laughs> Motor Road. And these guys, nah, we're Broad Shoulders. <laughs> That's Broad Shoulders. Actually, no. But it's nice too, though. I, I yeah. Like. yeah, but there's also another brewery called Big Shoulders and stuff okay. like that. So it was getting kind of confusing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw, I actually saw a picture. The, the mayor was here, right? When yeah, back in uh, December of last year, the mayor did a ribbon cutting ceremony here. So nice. That was a lot of fun. We all got to hang out up there and talk for a little bit. And, you know, I'm really great at public speaking. I just absolutely love it. So, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun for me that I had to get up in front of a giant group of people and uh, and speak. And speak. I did not turn red at all or anything. So, so the, the, the trick is uh, imagine everybody in their underwear. Yeah, but there's just some people I don't want to imagine in their <laughs> underwear. Yeah. I don't even know if that works because, you know, we do stand up. First of all, you can't see the people anyway because the lights are in your face. Uh, even when I do plays, I can't see the people. So it, it it's kind of like a, I don't know, catch twenty two. That's like you don't it really. Wouldn't, it wouldn't. That wouldn't work for me because you know, I, for, for personal reasons. Um, <laughs> oh, see <so you> where. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just uh, maybe look over the top of their heads. Right. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I look at the back. Look at the exit sign in the back of the room. <laughs> That's a good one. What was Ram's favorite beer? 
Oh, man. Actually, Rom didn't drink that day, so. Not wow. that day. Not that day? Well, I no. think there was a holiday or something where he wasn't able oh, really? to drink. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a big he's a big exerciser, too. I don't know if he... Yeah, I actually saw him uh, when I did the triathlon this uh, past summer. I saw him um, after he finished, which is pretty funny because they actually put a, a ribbon for him to run through when he <laughs> got there. His own personal ribbon? Yeah, like his own personal ribbon to run through. Like yeah, that's I like my dream come true. Like every day when I get to work, just walk through a ribbon you know? and be like. <laughs> That'd be awesome. If you have your own <laughs> your own ribbon, ribbon people that they will follow you around every time you walk into the store. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Along with your own soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. You know, that'd be awesome. So, all right, let's taste. Uh, uh, we were tasting. Golden ticket. The golden ticket. We got off off track there for a second. <laughs> um, How would you describe this beer? The golden ticket. That is the Belgian triple. Has oh, this is what I was drinking before the show. Yeah. And it's melon hopped. What does that mean? Melon hop. It's a German type of melon. Hop. Uh, oh, so it's not a melon. No. You're not not tossing mel- melons in there. Not an actual melon. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so is that a what is that? I'm sorry. It's a, it's a style of hop you said yeah it's a hop okay awesome so it's pretty good i'll let you guys drink that i'll be right back yeah mm-hmm. how's it going melon mickey you want to try this sure i give it a try the melon the melon you guys have a favorite so far um actually my favorite was that one the golden ticket because i've been here before and uh it's pretty good uh yeah i like this one and i had the out of the loop earlier no, out like of loop's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I think that fits me too, you know. Because uh, you're out of the loop. Yeah, out of the loop. <laughs> Not always <laughs> with What's the in crowd. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, uh, yeah, back back in the day when I used to come over here, uh, when I first started coming here, uh, the dumpster diver. Yeah, back in the day, like it was like years ago, but it was <laughs> two months ago. Um, yeah, the dumpster diver was my favorite. Uh, because it was a double IPA and it was pretty good. I think when you double up on something, it's it's like it makes it so much better. You know, voice is good. Yeah, you know, because it, it's it gives it more character, more body, more you know. Like I think the only beer that that no, I'm not gonna even say that because I don't want to like cause any. <laughs> I was gonna say like the one of the major brewers, you know, if you double up on that, <laughs> it still wouldn't be good. But twice as bad. Twice as bad. There you go. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I think when you double up on things, it, it I mean, it gives things like more character, more uh, body, and, and and I don't know. I think it, it should be double. Everything should be doubled up, even once. You know, I mean, beer wise. <laughs> Alice is smiling at me like. Okay, right. <laughs> double up on that. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> you know, the more we drink and we're watching this this football game is playing, yeah. <laughs> and I just find it funny. You know, Jason Pierre-Paul, he lost his fingers in a firecracker accident. And they they've been showing his uh <laughs> his hand wrapped uh, up in that yeah. wad of tape. <laughs> Yeah, it's just hilarious. I don't know. He lost his fingers? Yeah, he lost his fingers in a firecracker accident. And, uh, like yeah. all his fingers? No, I think it's, yeah, finger and index finger and thumb. So no oh my God. no shooting for him in life again. So I, I don't know. Wow. 
<laughs> that around the Fourth of July, or just like he was just on his free time? I don't know, yeah, I guess. I don't know. He was just bored, I guess, and like <laughs> I don't, you know. <laughs> wow. No, no trigger finger and no okay signs. No okay signs. <laughs> I don't know how he can tackle. He's just, I don't know. Yeah, he's out there playing. Yeah, he is. But uh, all right, let's not get off subject. Uh, <laughs> um, so back, to Tracy's back. <laughs> it knows every time we go get off subject, it's because Tracy walks away for a second. I wasn't here to keep you on, on we, task. Yeah, and we try to like. She brings us back. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. I have all my fingers and all my toes. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So next beer we're going to is... Is, is it a Blutmann Uber? Uber. Antwerpen. Because you have to have hands to serve drinks, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least one. It's one. You know what? I uh, actually broke my arm uh, back when I was bartending. And, I, and I'm left-handed. And I broke my left hand. And I had to serve with my right hand and write checks, you know, whatever, <laughs> right. people's tabs and stuff with my right hand. But which, you still uh, came through. I think a lot of people got away with what <laughs> You fought through the injuries. <laughs> $2? No, uh, yeah, I mean, I did it. So right. it was pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> little tidbit. Uh, so here we go. Uber Antwerp. Yeah. Blood moon, what is it? Blood Moon Uber Antwerp. Oh, yeah? Yep, that's what it means. So, so that's, you have a sign downstairs that says that. Yeah, the blood moon? Yep. Yeah. Was this brewed when the blood moon was out? We were packaging it like the day after, and we needed to come up with a name for it. So that's <laughs> where it came oh, from. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So what kind of beer is this? That is the Belgian double. It's a blood moon mm. beer. You were this just talking good. about doubling up. so. Yeah. There you go. We doubled up on this one. So you say double or double? Depends on what mood I'm in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You say potato, I, I say, say potato. potato. You're feeling fancy in that. A little bit. Because I, 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 I would say double. Uh, I was like, because it's like the triple, right? Mm. The quadruple. There you go. But they, they, they pronounce it different, I guess. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a <laughs> quadruple. A Belgian. A Belgian, <laughs> yeah. So I, I wouldn't even know. But uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been. So. Yeah, so I've met people say, ah, oh, Dubel, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so chip <Jason>. out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in the least bit pretentious, so I'm yeah. not going to I think those, those are more people who are more beer geeks than, than right. I am. You know, I'm not. So, Tracy, I asked this question at the last uh, brewery we were at. Should I it, be scared? N- n- <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, okay, so in the 10 months uh, you guys have been open, any craziness, any characters uh, that have been here so far, any any wild moments? Ooh, wild moments. Um, trying to think. Anybody, like, step on a ping pong ball? <laughs> no, actually, there was a couple guys here last weekend playing ping pong, and I had come down here just to show some folks around the brewery and stuff, so I wasn't here very long, but... I happened to be sitting at the bar waiting for these people and while these guys were playing and they kept nailing me in the neck with the ping pong ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what are you, are you doing this on purpose now? And it was just really funny because they came back in this past Friday afternoon so I got to give them a hard time about it. Right. So oh, wow. The same spot every... <laughs> pretty much so. It was just like bam, bam, bam and I'm just like, come on now. Um, geez, I feel like I have something on the tip of my tongue. I mean, there hasn't been much craziness. I... I guess the craziest night I've had down here was one night I was leaving and there was this uh, group of kids, they were probably like in their early 20s or something, hanging out across the street at their car. They were drinking over there and stuff and um, being real loud and obnoxious. And I walked over to go get my car and one of them was like, be careful, there's a rat over there. 
And <laughs> I said, okay, well, we are in downtown Chicago, right, of course. Right. And this young girl, she's, I don't she know what she was on, but she was just like, grabs my arm. She's like, let's go get it. <laughs> Let's go get the rats. And then her friend's like, oh, be nice to her. It's her birthday. And I said, well, happy birthday. I said, you know, I got to get going. At that point, she proceeds to give me a side hug and then licks my neck. Oh, my wow. God. So so when you were saying that story, I was thinking about, and I was going to say, <laughs> were these African-Americans? But after the story, you clarified that I'm pretty sure they were. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> you no, went there. That's a uh, that's a little. Everybody's staring at me like too soon. Okay. There was this one time too that this this couple, I think it's called Mr. and Mrs. Smith, came in and. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I know something crazy happened that night. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> On to the next beer. <laughs> um, so uh, so now the final beer uh, that we're going to. The Wet Hop Wonder, which is our collaboration that we did with uh, Pat Berger from Kaiser Tiger. Nice. Yeah. Kaiser Tiger. Explain a little more about that. Well, about Kaiser Tiger in general? Or like, what is it? I don't know. What oh, it is. oh, Kaiser Tiger, it's a really awesome beer bar over on Randolph Street. Okay. Lots of bacon and sausage. So, if you're nice. into that sort of thing. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Shuffle, the sausage. shuffleboard in the winter, too. Do they really? Like, mm-hmm. like, with the ice? Like the Canadian sport. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. I need to get out a little more. <laughs> yeah. Between comedy and podcasting and plays, I don't even get to wait, do not anything. Shuffleboard, curling, I think. Curling, Maybe. yeah. Right. right. See, I was right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Right. They do that on ice? Yeah. But, yeah, curling. Really? That's yeah. pretty cool. Allegedly. Did you know that they, did they eliminate curling from the... Uh, Olympics? Olympics, right? They did? I don't know. I think so. I think they eliminated a couple of sports, and I think curling was. I don't really pay attention to a lot of sport ball, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Curling, I don't even know how I got in there, but I don't even know how that sport started. (laughs) But I don't know. One day a man had a vision. (laughs) Right. Somebody had a vision, like, it's really cold, man. Let's broom these rocks. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Right. And then they sweep it like it's, like, I don't know, it must do a heck of a difference, you know. I would like to like, Gotta I don't know. some reason for it. Maybe we should make a podcast about curling, you know, and go find out, <laughs> like, what's the science behind curling and, and the brooms and all that stuff. Yeah, after today, you're going to have all these crazy podcasts. Yeah, I know, King, right? King Pong. Ping Pong Quest. Be like, Mr. Curling Mr. Quest. Mr. and Mrs. Smith present <laughs> Ping Pong Quest. Uh, curling. The science behind curling. Popcorn Quest. Popcorn <laughs> Quest. <laughs> um, so, anyway. So, let's try this beer. The Wet Hot Wonder. I like that name. So this is the one that you guys traveled. Of the hop. Across borders. Across borders to get. (laughs) All the way up to Michigan. Michigan. uh, Yeah. Hophead Farms. Which if you've never been there before, it is a gorgeous place. Is it really? Can you tour a hop farm? I I think they offer it. I'm not positive on that, but I think so. So they have... I'm guessing a bunch of different types of hops up there. Oh, yeah. It's just acres and acres. It's crazy. Uh I didn't get to to go this time. Um, I did, however, I went last year because they were having like a brewer's like uh, barbecue and stuff like that. And uh, Frank and Amanda actually like brewed a beer on site up there. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That's cool. That sounds very talented. Do they only sell to uh, craft brewers? 
Not sure. Not sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, no, that's something to investigate for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, I, I just heard that it's uh, you have to buy like uh, hop hop futures or something. It's just like unpredictable and uh, a lot of high high demand, especially with all the uh, new kind of craft businesses out there. That it's tough to tough to find your hops if you want if you want fresh hops. Mm. Okay. Maybe, all right. So if you want to <laughs> put your name on a list. You'll be fine. Um, so that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So you guys, uh, your favorites. Uh, mine was basically the golden ticket. I'm at a cross between out of the loop and uh, I like this wet hop wonder. Wet hop wonder. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like the golden. Uh, what was it? Oh wait, this is why I, I, I bring my friends. Like, hey man, let's go get some wet hop wonders. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys want to go get some wet hop wonders? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Alex? Uh, I'm going to have to say the dry humor was my favorite. Dry humor? I like that one. Cool. I like the Brett. <coughs> and Tracy, you said your favorite was the dry humor too, right? No, no, no. Uh, my favorite is probably the out of the loop. Out of the loop? Okay. Out of the loop, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and so I noticed right now you're drinking a bottle of water. Is, is it like too early right now for beer or? Like well, she hasn't had any beer, so. She hasn't had, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had any beer today, so. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm cause you maybe and maybe you can answer too since you 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 bartend as well. Like, is when you're a bartender, is like sometimes you get drink too much or you gotta like take a break or like how does that work? Uh, typically, you don't drink while you're on the job. Yeah, when you gotcha. you, know, you bartending, you don't drink. Because uh, I've seen it happen, but. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it, it happens. totally happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like sometimes customers buy you like a shot or something like that, and you basically do a shot with them but th- here's a trick what you do is you get a bottle of something that's no alcohol in it yeah it's and a dummy bottle yeah and so when they buy you shots you just pour a dummy okay. shot and you just do a shot gotcha gotcha but okay yeah i learned yeah. something new today drinking while you're working can't lead to good things right yeah <laughs> um but uh so uh one of the questions or our last question we can ask uh is uh it's your last meal what would it be, and what beer would you pair it with? Wow, my last meal, huh? <laughs> so my, my original question, <laughs> I was talking to somebody, I said, oh, you know what, I'm going to ask a question for everybody, and basically, it's like, you're on an electric chair, <laughs> and they're like, that sounds a little harsh, and I was like, just say your it's last, your last meal. meal. So, I, okay, so last meal. Oh, jeez, that's a tough one. Considering I just ate a ton of Indian food, so right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and you don't have to like. It doesn't have to be, I guess, a Motorola beer. I mean, you can. Not just a beer style in general. Probably. Yeah. Like, typically, I go for IPAs, so definitely that. And then, as far as the food's concerned, I don't know. Can't go wrong with macaroni and cheese. So. <laughs> so macaroni and cheese and an IPA. Yeah. I'm gonna go pork chop with some wet hop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so wrong. <laughs> Pork chop with some wet hop. Pork chop with some wet hop. Sandrell, you, your husband over here is. <laughs> um, so Alex, now you're talking about Indian food. I'd say lamb vindaloo, a little garlic naan, and the uh, the dry humor. The dry humor, awesome. I'm gonna have to go with if I at Motoro, I would say uh, dumpster diver, okay. which you don't have anymore. And some smoked daddy's barbecue. 
Burnt ends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some burnt ends. So where do you go first? Do you come here and get the beer and go to Smoke Daddy's or you go to Smoke Daddy's and come here? Uh, probably go to Smoke Daddy's first and then come here. And one would hope that Smoke Daddy has our beer on draft. Yeah. Yeah. And then I wouldn't That'd have to be. go too far. I would just stay in the same place. Right. Do they have your beer on draft? I don't believe they do at the moment, but they hopefully should. one day. Yeah. We got to talk to Smoke Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are all over the city anyway, right? Uh, yeah. All over Cook County right now. Um, got a couple accounts in DuPage right now, so... Actually, right now, the Map Room's having their 23rd anniversary over there right now. Okay. Party, and they uh, tapped our Wet Hop Wonder at 2.30 today. Or, sorry, at 2.30 or 3.30. And 3.30, I believe. And uh, our brewmaster's actually over there. He's buying around for the whole entire bar. So, oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. So, so you might have to... Uh, head on over. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Any uh, plans for uh, New Year's? Um, well, we'll be open here on New Year's Eve until probably about 8 o'clock at night. And then after that, it's kind of up in the air. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, it'd be cool if they were open right, all right. night. I would come and hang out here. It'd be cool but for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys, uh, for the first time, did uh, the Motor Row and Wine Festival? Uh, that actually wasn't us that put it on. It was these guys from, I believe, Kimbark Beverage down in Hyde Park. Okay. They do several like, craft beer festivals throughout the summer. And this was their production that they put on because um, it was supposed to showcase Motor Row, the neighborhood. And we just happened to be one of the breweries that per- participated in it. Oh, there. okay. So I thought it was like you guys putting on. Uh, no. Okay. Well, it was cool anyway because um, there was like a bunch of different breweries there. Yeah, there was about, I think it was like 15 different breweries. Yeah. It was a really nice turnout for yeah. it. Yeah. And then, and, uh, uh, DMC was the uh, entertainment the first night. Entertainment yeah. the first night. We were there. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, hang out a little bit. Yeah, DMC was kind of old that night too. Like he just dropped the run. That's what I noticed. <laughs> 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 that was me. Yeah. All right. Too soon. <laughs> um, so uh, thank you, Tracy, for having us here. Well, thanks for coming and hanging it's, out it's with been me. It's been a cool time. Pretty lonely without you. Yeah. So. I mean, you would be here watching. The Bears, and after that, the Patriots play against the Giants, and uh, we kept you company. Yep. So you owe us. No. <laughs> oh, do I now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. I, like this is. I, mean, I was pretty excited to have this show here because it was like basically um, where the idea of it began. And uh, those who listen, please come and check out uh, Motoro Brewing. It's a really cool place. They got the second floor now. Uh, so more people can fit in here and taste these wonderful beers. Um, hopefully one day they'll bring back the uh, dumpster diver. I'll put in a word for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really my favorite. But all the other beers are excellent as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I have no complaints. Alex? They're all really good. All right. Yeah. The wet hop uh, actually has me ready to tinkle, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have uh, wet pants in a minute. Right. Oh, <laughs> TMI. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway. We have indoor plumbing. It's this right a, over there. Okay. <laughs> this is a family show. Uh, family show about beer. Um, and yeah. you were talking about that was his prostitutes family. earlier. So. Right. Yeah. That oh, was as family as I could have worded it. Brothel. <laughs> That's a bad word. Yeah. Right. Drop your children off at the local brothel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll drop you up. <laughs> Pick you up around six. Um yeah, so thank you, Tracy, for having us. Uh, you guys can find out more information about Motoro at motorobrewing.com, right? Yep. 
That's us. And you can listen to our show at Mr. and Mrs. Smith Comedy dot com uh, and iTunes. So and if Tracy puts it on their website or her Facebook page, you can check it out there too. I can do that. We could do that, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. I could pickle that. Everybody seen uh, Portlandia? Uh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> put a bird on it. I could, right. <laughs> so thank you guys for uh, listening in and tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next show. Goodbye. Because I don't know if you guys remember early in the show we said Mickey was gonna do something uh, for us, so he's gonna freestyle a little song for us for Motorola. Sandrell's on the beatbox. Hit yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Here we go at Motorola. Watching the brews, watching the shows, oh no, yeah, they're really not ready. For a bunch of beers, yeah, we gotta keep it steady. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, we doing it in a nice neighborhood on Michigan Avenue. Whole lot of beer, yes, that I have to do. Yeah, we podcast and bloggers. I really enjoyed the reclamation lager, 4.5% alcohol. And you know us, we here and have to ball. Yeah, yeah, we ballin' like we in the palace. I really enjoyed meeting Alex, and we have a good time. Yeah, we get it on. It's the podcast with Ramon, and we don't want to chill or get lazy. We want to learn about more with Tracy. We're having a good time, yeah. And you know it's our time, yeah. I like to rhyme, and I like to flow, and I like to watch football on the show. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening in. Thank you, Mickey, for make, uh, doing that uh, freestyle. Thank you, Chandrell, for beatboxing. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next show. This time for real. Bye. 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 <laughs> hey, don't be an idiot. Be responsible.